2: Yo, here we go. Another edition of Knicks Offseason Central. CP from the Knicks Fan TV. Solo Dolo here today. Just to recap and give you my reaction to the Anthony Davis trade and what it means for the Knicks. I want to hear your reaction as well. Give me a call, 657 383 1509. Let's get into it. This is the home of the diehard Knicks fan. So if you want to know about Knicks news and rumors, Hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Before we get into it, real quick, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. This is my first Father's Day. So, uh, yeah, to all the fathers out there, man, whether you're father by blood, adoption, uh, you know, mentor, whatever the case may be, happy Father's Day to you. And if you're out there celebrating Father's Day with your dad... Happy Father's Day to your dads as well, man Make sure you show them some love This is this is a special day You know Mother's Day gets all the attention, man But fathers need love too So make sure you show your dad some love today If he's still with you or your father figure Whoever that was in your life Make sure you show them some love today Alright, shout out to the chat Let, Let's get into it because it's going to be a short show today If you guys want to call in and get your 80 opinions in Go ahead, the phone lines are up As we know, last night the news broke Anthony Davis is now a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. If you've been watching these shows, if, you, if you've been watching these videos, you've known I predicted this the whole time. I knew that the Lakers had the strongest package, um, the, you know, the, the best chance to get AD. We, we've known that AD and his camp, Rich Paul and, and LeBron James, let's be honest, LeBron James is definitely pulling the strings back there. They uh, they burnt all the bridges. They burnt all the bridges. They said if he goes to Boston, it's going to be a rental. If he goes to any other team, it's going to be a rental. So we knew from the beginning, from this all, early this season, that LeBron James and Rich Paul were trying to steer Anthony Davis to the Lakers, and they finally got him. You know, a lot of people said, well, uh, the Pelicans were angry at, at the, the arrogance of AD and his camp of Rich Paul during the season trying to basically dictate the, this this uh, situation. And a lot of people thought, well, out of spite, would the Pelicans not deal with the Lakers? Well, what you see here is that, you know, there's always a price. And at the end of the day, you have to, give, you have to do business and you have to do what's best for your team. And I think that's what David Griffin did in trading AD to the Lakers for a massive, massive haul. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram... Josh Hart, like Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including the number one, the the number four pick, first-round pick, in this year's draft. That was a huge haul, huge haul for New Orleans. But I think both teams came out winners of this trade. I think if you think about it, the Lakers having to, you know, be stuck with LeBron James. But the Lakers being stuck with LeBron James, they had to do something to win now. The time is now for the Lakers to go out and do something. The, uh, the Warriors dynasty, as we know it, is on pause for a while. Not to say that it's over, but it is on pause. Warriors dynasty is on pause. Lakers had to do something being stuck with LeBron James. They go out, they get Anthony Davis. They are in win now mode. And, uh, you know, I think that this was a good one for the for the Lakers. For the Pelicans, it's a good good trade. You know, David Griffin, like I said, it's his, it's his first year on the job. He's trying to make a splash, and I think he did that. I think he got the best deal that he could in getting Lonzo Ball. Brandon Ingram, who had a pretty good year this year, although he had the, the blood clot issue, that's something to watch. And you get Josh Hart, good player, nice, solid backup player, and three first-round picks with that number four pick. You could see them going with a culver. Maybe they trade that pick. Who knows with the Knicks how how well do they do they like RJ Barrett? Do they want to pair RJ Barrett and Zion together? Maybe they make a Knicks the Knicks a offer, you never know. So there's still areas where this trade could still impact the Knicks. You know, one thing that I that I do um, like about trade for the Lakers is that they didn't have to give up Kuzma. After all that, they did not have to give up Kyle Kuzma in the deal. That's a good win for the Lakers in the near term. You know, Kuzma was the best of the bunch. So for them to be able to get that trade off without having to put Kuzma in the deal, that, that that's good that's good for uh for, for the Lakers. But, you know, a lot of people want to compare the deal to the Celtics Nets trade where the Nets got Paul Pierce and, and Kevin Garnett and and gave up all their future mortgage the future for win now. I feel like it's a little bit different in terms of, you know, Anthony Davis is is a player in his prime. Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett were Well on their way to being washed when the Nets made that deal. But it's a risky gamble. Both teams are gambling uh, on on their respective end of the trade. So that's interesting. Now, as it pertains to the Knicks, the Knicks did not engage with the Pelicans in terms of the offer that the Pelicans were looking for. Um, You know, Ian Begley was on our show er last week. And when we asked him about the 80 trade, he said, listen, the Knicks had drawn a line in the sand where it comes to Anthony Davis. There was a certain package that they were willing to part with, and they weren't moving from that. We also saw Berman of the Post noted that uh, the Knicks package would have consisted of the number three pick. The number three pick, one of the Dallas first round picks. And a combination of Kevin Knox, Mitch, DSJ, and maybe Frank Nilekina. So what do you guys think about that? Are you happy that the Knicks did not engage with the Pelicans? Are you upset that the Knicks didn't engage with the Pelicans? Let me know in the chats. So let me know in the comments below if you're watching after the live stream. Call me up. Let me know what you think. My opinion on it, you have got you guys that have watched the show, you guys know my opinion on it. I'm happy that the Knicks stayed out of this to a certain extent, I'm glad that they weren't aggressive in going to get Anthony Davis. I did not think that we had the, the appropriate package to go get him. And it would have cost us a lot more than what the Lakers were willing to give up. Would have cost us a lot more. Because if you think about it, if you're talking about Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, what's that equivalent on our team? You know, with those guys at least... You see the potential in them, especially Brandon Ingram. You see that potential in him is starting to unfold. I thought he had a good year this year. With the Knicks, your package would have had to start with at least Dennis Smith Jr., Kevin Knox, Mitch, definitely. And then how many draft picks would the Pelicans have wanted from us? Probably three, four, you know, who, who knows. But I'm glad the Knicks stayed true. I'm glad the Knicks stayed out of it. They dabbled their feet in the water. Of course, you have to do that. This is a top-five player, no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that they, that they didn't pull the trigger on it, man. We're just I don't think we're at that stage to make a deal like that where it wouldn't impact our team negatively. I, I don't think we're at that stage. I don't think we're at that stage. We don't have LeBron James. We're not necessarily in with now mode. Yes, we're trying to get... Two max free agents. We're trying to shift from the rebuild to to win now mode. But realistically, right now, we are still rebuilding. We are still trying to obtain assets. We're still trying to develop players. And for that reason, I'm kind of glad we just stood out on the sidelines, man. I'm glad we stood out on the sidelines, man. But what do you what do you guys think? Let me let me know in the chats. What are you guys thinking? Salute to everybody in the chat once again, man. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. If you're out there celebrating Father's Day with your father, man, just let him know you appreciate him. Any father figures in your life, your mentors, your uncles, your grandparents, whoever it was that, you know, had an impact on your life and raised you, man, just let him know you appreciate him. Let's go to the phones. Doc Shaw from Nashville. He says he's glad we didn't trade for 80. He wants to build around the youth. Doc Shaw, how you feeling today, man?
1: I, I happy Father's Day. and That's just every day, man. How dare they My new that day? Just the one day, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Uh, it's every day. But man. uh, and uh, but I'm glad we did not make any moves to stay organic. And look at what all the Lakers had to give up. I know it's it's probably a win-win situation, but uh, yeah. we other 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 t- people are underestimating the teams in the West that the Lakers got to got to compete with. Yeah, you know they still got some uh, holes they got to fill. It's true. So, I'm glad we didn't make any moves. Let's go organic. I mean, everybody's stressing over the KD thing. I didn't got over that. Go out to Kawhi. You know, we talked about that early on. So, you know, that's all I got to say. I'm glad we didn't make no moves. Let's go next.
2: Let's go next, man. Appreciate the call, Doc Shaw. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, he's right. You know, listen, um... Vegas picked the Lakers as the favorites to win the championship. The West is wide open right now with Golden State going through their setbacks with Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Do they return? When do they return? All of that. So you still have to factor in the Rockets. Is it time now for Harden and CP3 to take advantage of this situation? What will Dane Dollars and them do? They, they were eliminated from the Western Conference Finals, made it to a Western Conference Finals off of uh, dynamic performances from C.J. McCollum. Canner, give credit, play well, Dame Dollars. You know, what will Portland do in their next season? How about the Nuggets, the number one seed in the West? How about the Nuggets? You know, I don't see the Thunder making noise. I just don't trust Westbrook to lead a team. I don't think he can do it. I think they need to blow that team up because they're going to be stuck in no man's land. But certainly Lakers, Rockets, Nuggets, Blazers, you know, the West is wide open, man. West is wide open. What, what's interesting with, the, with this AD um, trade is that it was originally thought that the Lakers would end up with uh, some significant salary cap after the deal. But well, what it's saying here is that if Anthony Davis takes his $4 million trade bonus, Lakers will only have $23.7 million in cap space to sign free agents. Unless they can convince the Pelicans to wait until June 30th. So I don't know how that's going to work. Originally, they were thought to have uh, $32 million in cap space. But now they're saying that's not... Uh, that's not a foregone conclusion. Here's Woj. Woj is saying, for now, expectations Anthony Davis trade will be completed on July 6th. League sources tell Bobby Marks and, and Woj. Assuming Davis declines his $4 million trade bonus, this leaves the Lakers with $23.7 million in cap space. There is a chance that could be amended to July 30th, but it's still 6th now. So we'll see. We'll see, because it was originally thought that they would have enough money to go get another free agent. The rumors were that they were interested in Kemba. You don't know where Kyrie stands in this. So that could be big. That could be big for the Lakers. That could certainly be big for the Lakers, man. Let's go back to the phone, see what you guys think about this uh, AD trade. Let's go to Jamal from Jersey, man. He wants to talk about the aftermath of the AD trade and what it means for us. Jamal, how you feeling, bro?
3: What's going on? How you doing? How was my
2: talk? Oh, it was nice, man. Nice little getaway, man. If if you guys haven't been out there, I would highly suggest it. A real nice getaway.
3: All right, that's what's up. Um, far as the AD trade, I, I read something that said we offered a set deal for them to take it or leave it, yeah. and obviously they left it. And right. Um, there was no back and forth. We we had a set a set plan, and our management stuck to it. So kudos yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. And um, so now we just turn to the draft and maybe what's less the free agency. The only thing we got to do with no second or third tier free agent. Yeah. And um, it's just more added pressure because everybody's watching on the development of our young players.
2: That's right. That's right. I so mean, listen, man, we, we're going to we're going to take our lumps. If we strike out, listen, the memes and all that, you know, everybody's going to be loud about us. But like they said, like we say, just stick to the plan, stick to the plan and continue developing the youth and see where this goes. That's all we could do.
3: Right. And uh, I have a question for you and uh, pretty much the fans, everybody that's watching and listening. Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys think that uh, Mitchell Robinson has the potential to be better than Porzingis was? Even though Porzingis was more of a myth, he did show yeah. stuff, but what we projected Porzingis to be, yeah. I would say.
2: R- right now, he uh, he has, he has a long way to go. Appreciate the call, Jamal. But right now, he has a long way to go offensively uh, before we could, you know, compare him to Porzingis or project him to be better than KP. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, uh, KP had a had a nice uh, all around game offensively, you know, and defensively he he brought it as well on, on that end. Mitch, we we seen his defensive potential out there. But we've seen him take like one jump shot all year. You know, let's just be honest. I'm as big of a Mitch's fan as anybody this year. But, you know, it, he's got a long way to go. Long way to go. But at the end of the day, we don't need Mitch to be KP. We need Mitch to be Mitch. And, and that is continue to bring it every night on the defensive end. Protect the glass. Grab those boards. And we want to see some sort of respectable offensive game. Not just the lobs. You know, because when the lobs... Uh, uh, get shut down when they adjust to the lobs. We want to see him be a bit more effective out there with a you know reasonable jump shot, a high percentage shot, a go-to move, something that you know you, you could you could go to with Mitch that that'll keep him out there on the floor and not be a liability. Kind of like Capella was in the West when the playoffs got thick. You know Capella was really a non-factor in some of those games. So Mitch, Mitch has a long way to go. Long way to go, man. But thanks for the call, Jamal. Appreciate the support as usual. Shout out to everybody watching. We got uh, 400 watches on YouTube. Shout out to everybody watching on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter as well. Like I said, this is the home of the diehard Knicks fan. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up. button for your boy, this is how you support the channel. Hit that thumbs up. Share these videos and leave a comment on the chat or on the video after it's over with. I had a lot of comments on yesterday's video, over 150 comments Definitely want to appreciate you guys for leaving those comments. I read all of them. I might not have time to get to them in a timely manner, but please believe I read all the comments. Very important to me that you guys comment on the videos. And, um, you know, if I don't get to you right away, somebody else will. And that's how we get that that debate going. So definitely appreciate you guys for uh, all your participation and involvement with the channel. That's how we got Uh, to 11,000 subscribers now. 11,000 subscribers and growing. So thanks again for all the support. Let's go down to the islands, man. Let's go to Puerto Rico. Tony in Puerto Rico wants to uh, talk about the AD trade. How you doing, man?
3: Hey, how you doing, CP? Happy Father's Day, man.
2: Thank you, man. Thank you. How you doing? I'm
3: happy about... You're welcome. I'm happy about they didn't trade for AD. I wanted AD, but uh, they wanted all young players, and we cannot panic. like We would with and just went into a panic mode. Just got a big star in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just waiting for them just to um, take it easy on free agency. Just leave the money there before the fours. Uh, let's see if Kyrie um, wants to play with us. If not just uh, take it easy. That that number three draft is going to be pretty good. got Duke. It's going to be a pretty good. And another thing I'm going to say about KP Chrisaps. Nothing against him, but I think he was a bit. He was a little bit overrated on the aspect that he did not rebound. He was gonna be another Dirk. He did not rebound. He was averaging with seven rebounds a game for guys saying seven, five, three. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, certainly that that, that was an area where there.
2: you expecting him to be a little bit better. But I thought, you know, based on his size and his build, that you know may not be where where his strengths will be. At, you know, as his career rounds out, but we'll see what happens. All right, Let's
3: just cross our fingers now and just uh.
2: Just be patient. We've been patient for the last thirty years. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, you know, mean, <laughs> you know and, and, and Tony, Tony's very optimistic, and I, I appreciate that optimism. You know, listen, a lot of Knicks fans, man, um, I, you know, you could you could sense the panic in this off season. A lot of people want to tie the success of the KP trade to this off season because we did all this to get here. We did all this. We traded KP. We cleared the cap space. To get these two max free agents and that's what it's all about. But the reality is, you know, it's free agency. It's a crapshoot. Nothing is promised. And at the end of the day, you know, you gotta keep building. You you have to stick to the plan. And I think what I like to hear is that, you know, this front office regime, they have a plan and they want to stick to that plan. You know, pulling up this um pulling up this quote from Steve Mills in the newsday interview after the season ended you know when asked about the off season he says i don't feel the pressure to deviate from our plan if we don't get the two big free agents the pressure is for us to continue with the process and build the team the way they're saying we're going to build it you know whether you want to trust it or not i i mean that's the approach i believe in you got to stick with it can't get can't panic and just go out now you still got to spend the money still got to spend 90% of the cap so that's roughly sixty plus million dollars. You still got to spend. So there's guys that you still want to bring in, but you want to make sure that you know they're smart acquisitions. You don't want to ju- you don't want to just you know throw throw your money out there just to say you're doing something. Or don't panic if the if the Nets do something and we don't do something. Don't you know you don't want you don't want to get in that back page war where you're trying to compete. You still want to make smart moves. And we talked about that yesterday. We, we talked about D'Angelo Russell. If you guys missed that uh, video, click the uh, the eye icon at the top right. We talked about D'Angelo Russell. Is he a guy who you guys see as a potential to, uh, to, to spend that money on if Kyrie goes to the Nets? And, you know, I think for the large part, based on reading some of the comments, a lot of you had said, he's not really the guy that I want, even though he had a good year. Well, some people did say, you know what? D'Lo's still young. He kind of still fits the rebuild and can kind of grow with the roster. Had an outstanding year this year, all-star year. So why not? That's what that's what some of the some of the comments I, I read as well. So that that's a fair critique as well. But my opinion, I think I'd rather go in a different direction than than going with D That's just my opinion. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Um, Knox team, what's going on? William Xavier, Louis, Luck, Charles Lasser, how's it going? James Polk says, I say grab some vets, Patrick Beverly, Julius Randall, and keep developing the youth. No need to panic. Yeah, I'm with James Polk on that one, man. I'm with James Polk on that one. You know, it's going to be frustrating. Obviously, we've been losing for a long time, but at the same time, we haven't taken the proper steps to develop a team. So it's going to take some time. These things don't fly overnight. These things don't happen overnight. It's going to take some time because we've never done this the right way in a long time since 1985. Put it that way. We haven't done it the right way. So it's just going to take some time. You know, it's just going to take some time. But let's see. You know, free agency starts at the end of this month. We have a guy here in New York rehabbing. His Achilles injury. His name is Kevin Durant. If you haven't heard from, heard of him, so uh, listen. Let, let's see what happens. We hear that Draymond Green went to go visit KD, see how he was doing. See, now the chess pieces. Now it's a chess match. Draymond flies across the country to uh, to see how how his guy's doing. So let's see what the what's, what the significance of that is. We know Golden State's not going out without a fight, man. We know that, you know. We know Golden State is not going out without a fight. So they're gonna offer him that max bag, and they're gonna give him every opportunity to turn them down. So Draymond supposedly is out here in, in New York. <laughs> Premi thirty one, thanks for the subscribe. Make sure you stay involved. Check out uh, some of the other content that we have in the channel. Once again, man, if you guys are new to the chat, put a hashtag new in the chat so I can shout you guys out. Put your city in the chat, wherever you guys are checking in from, throw your city out there so I can shout you guys out. One of the cool things about this channel is you'll see how global uh, this channel is, man. We had Tony just called from Puerto Rico. We have people from all over the world tuning in, Knicks fans from all over the world who want to uh, be a part of this, man. This is a community that, w- that we're building, so we definitely want you guys to be involved. Here's an interesting thing on Katie. I don't I don't know how much stock you guys taking. Uh, things that Rick Buecher says should be taken with a grain of salt. His credibility is a little iffy, but he claims Katie has moved all of his stuff to New York. Let's take take a listen to this audio clip, real quick. Uh, is
4: Bukes there? Rick Buecher, senior writer, Bleacher Report, covering this league since the early '90s. Uh, not just the Warriors, but all over the NBA. Uh, Bukes, uh, what, what, I'm told you have some intel on KD.
5: Yeah, my, uh, what I'm being told is that he's out of the hospital. He's moved into a hotel for the time being in the New York area, and uh, he and Kyrie have met. I don't know whether Kyrie went to see him at the hospital or at the hotel, but they've met and they've continued their discussion about potentially playing together next season so take that as you will and my understanding is that katie is not he's he's moved all his stuff he's planning <laughs> on spending the summer and the foreseeable future uh in new york he's not okay. going back out to the west coast so take that for what you will
2: right. but rick Bucher says take it for what you will this katie's moving all his all this stuff to new york he's gonna stay in new york for the summer I don't know. Like I said, man, that, that guy's credibility is is pretty shot. But we'll see. Time will tell what the Durantula and, and what Kyrie do, man. So, what do you guys think about that? Leave a uh, a comment in the chat. Let's go back to the phones. A couple more calls before we wrap up. Let's go down to uh to Miami. Brandon from the three hundred five. Yeah. What's, what's going on, man? What's up, man?
6: How you doing?
2: Good. 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 How's it, how you feeling, bro?
6: All right, so, um, you know, I'm a Knicks fan. I've been a Knicks fan for, like, a few months. Mm-hmm. And looking at this Anthony Davis trade, it's a win-win for both situations. For the Lakers, they get the superstar they wanted, and they don't have to give up all of their young pieces. For the Pelicans, um, they build up for the future. And in the next five to ten years, I see them as a championship contender. Um, They'll drop Zion. They, I think they should trade down and get Jackson Hayes who's like an Anthony Davis type of player, who could be a solid player in this league. When it comes to the Knicks and the they should be taking this offseason, the one guy I really want is Kevin Durant. Everyone else should be put on the side because Kyrie's most likely signing with the Nets. Um, uh, um, Kemba Walker is, most, is re-signing with the Hornets. So Kevin Durant's that main guy. And after you get Kevin Durant, you kind of build through the youth and next year, you kind of want to be back. So then you could get another lottery pick and kind of have this team where Kevin Durant's the best player and you have all of these other guys that can yeah. support him.
2: Okay. Pre- appreciate the call, Brandon. I mean, listen, you know, it's fair points. fair points. It's certainly uh, what we would hope would happen. You know, you get KD, you rehab him for the year, and then hopefully the young guys start to, you know, Gel some more, you get some more out of the young guys, and then you take it from there. Hopefully, he's back to 90%, you would hope, you know? Appreciate the call. Brandon said he was a fan for a few months. I don't know. That tank must have been impressive, man. He's been a Knicks fan for a few months, man. That's interesting. But shout-out to Brandon for calling in. He's, he's called in before. Uh, mean, he makes some pretty good points. Let's shout-out to all uh, John Talento checking in from Queens. Ryan O'Sullivan checking in from... Sayers, Wales So we got the UK in the building Told you we're global, man That's a beautiful thing Welcome, Ryan Mel Corbett from Brooklyn What's going on? Dick Sills New York Jalen Wood What's going on? He said Dick's Kills South Jersey by way of South Bronx RJ Williamson in here What's going on, RJ? Yeah, man Shout out to everybody on this Father's Day Shout out to all the fathers out there St. Albans, Queens, Pretty Lou How you feeling out there? Shout out to, uh, to Pretty Lou, man. Yeah, make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell. And uh, once again, welcome to all the, uh, the, the viewers. Let's go to the Bronx. Speaking of the Bronx, let's go to Owen in the Bronx. He believes we should stick with the youth build. No quick fixes. Owen, what's going on, bro? Hey,
5: my brother, what's going on? Happy Sunday and big shout outs. Love it what you're doing here. Thank you. Um, you know, I can't agree with you more, my man. I tell you what, I think that we did the good thing to stay packed. Uh, I mean, I've been a fan since the mid 90s. You know, we had glorious times and then it's been a drop. You know, since 99, you know, we kind of do the same thing. We try to go for that quick fix and don't really work out. And then we go for quick fixes with folks that are injury prone. You know, so I think right now we got to just you know, show a lot of love to management for a stick the pot and then really, you know, taking some leadership and saying, you know what, let's change this up and let's go with the youth movement. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, to your point, yeah, it's going to be frustrating. A couple years are going to be tough. But, you know, we look at Golden State. They did the same thing. They went ahead, they developed their core, and then look at that. They had five years to where they were just ripping up the NBA. So I think that that could be us. We just got to wait, hold pot, and then things will be gravy, you know.
2: I hope so, man. Ben, appreciate the call, Owen. I mean, one of the things is, is that, yep. um, you know, we, we also don't want to be under this illusion that just because you go young and just because you draft young and you develop a team that is going to turn out to something because you still have to draft the right players. Those players still need to materialize into, you know, impact players. And you still got to be able to win. So it doesn't always, you know, look at the Phoenix Suns. They're drafting guy after guy after guy. They're still at square one. You know, so it doesn't, just because you go young, it doesn't always pan out. Luck has a lot to do with it, man. Luck has a lot to do with, um, you know, y- y- your success. It's not just about going young. You got to get lucky. You got to get lucky in the draft. You got to get lucky in free agency. So there's a a lot of things there, definitely a lot of things there, but appreciate the call, Owen. All right, let's take a couple more, and then uh, I'm going to get out of here, enjoy this Father's Day with the family, hope you guys do the same, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, very important, and hit that share, very important that you guys share this video, if you want to be a part of the uh, group chats that we have going on on Twitter and on Discord, we got a lot of cool stuff going on on the Discord server. Shout out to my guy, TM, who's been setting all that up. Yeah, I see we got a lot of spamming going on in the chat, um, so if, if Dave and uh, and TM can, can get those guys out of here, it's a lot of spam going on. But anyway, if you guys want to be in those group chats that we have on Twitter and on Discord, all you got to do is share this video on Twitter with the... Hashtag Post Game NYK And uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll send you guys the links To the group chat and also to the Discord Shout out to Alan J. Hempstead in the building Strong Island, what's going on? All right, let's go back to the phones Let's go to Pennsylvania Bally joins us, he thinks we should sign KD And look towards the next year's free agency Bally, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, I'm fine,
5: Sam let me just tell you. I'm nah, gonna, you got the wrong uh, guy, man. My name, my name's not
2: Sim, man. My name's not Sim, man. You got to call back, bro. Um, Samuel from Dallas wants to talk about developing the youth. Samuel, what's going on, man? Hey,
7: man. Happy Father's Day, man. Good to hear from you. Love your channel, man. Thank you, man.
2: Appreciate Happy it. Father's Day.
7: Happy Father's Day to everybody listening, to. Um, Well, basically, I just wanted to point out on one thing, and you did mention that in 1985, um, at the time, yeah, you know, we got Patrick Ewing, of course, the legend for the mm-hmm. Knicks in a wrong era with Jordan and all, but um, it took them about probably five to six years for them to be kind of like legitimate contenders in the East. Yeah. Um, in the, and also in the Atlanta division. Um, one thing that I want to point out is RJ Barrett. Um, I know he's on probably going to be number three, and now Zion Williamson is definitely a star. Um, but if you look at RJ Barrett, he does have some reminiscence of, 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 of a player that can actually build for maybe in the next four years. It, it's, it's definitely going to be good for, for us to also have good staffing. And I think we do have, with Mills, Perry, and, and Fisdale, um, a, good, um, a good foundation to, to actually build for the youth. You do have a point in regards to the youth uh, not necessarily being the right step but yeah. management is definitely and, and work is definitely something that looking forward to and Kevin Knox Kevin Knox is still way young. Um we gotta give him probably um two or three years for him to kinda of like developing to an NBA player uh type of um style. And I think that's gonna happen and if they move some pieces here and there, get some role players for defense, offense. Um uh, the Knicks do have a very good foundation to build for the for the um, long time being, I, I don't mind the free agency and all that, but it's not it's not working for us. Um, it hasn't it hasn't worked in the last 20 years? <laughs> so I think that that strategic uh, step is not going to work. So I I, I agree with you though.
2: Yeah, I, I'm with it, man. And and thanks again for the call, man. Definitely, thanks for the call. I definitely definitely agree. The foundation to me has to be started through the draft. And I think that we're going in the right direction with R.J. Barrett, man. I think we're going in the right direction with R.J. Barrett. I have, I have a lot of confidence in this kid's game. And, uh, you know, it's up to Fisdale to get the most out of him. It's up to Fisdale to get the most out of him. And we'll see with Knox. Like you said, Knox needs some time. These kids are young, 18-, 19-year-old players. These kids need time. You know, of course, Kevin Knox struggled uh, this year. He struggled big time. Uh, on both ends of the floor but he had some flashes as well we saw him get that uh um, rookie of the month in december i thought he finished the year off strong as well so we'll see we'll, we'll, we'll see man shout out to the chat once again we got 530 people watching on youtube shout out to everybody watching hit that thumbs up button for your boy Listen man, that last caller, you gotta know what show you watching, man. There's that's no disrespect to any other channels, but it, you, you see you see right here in the lower hand <laughs> my name. My name is right here, man. My name is right here, man. So you know, it's no disrespect, but you got you gotta know you gotta know what show you calling in, man. You gotta know what show you calling in. That's it. Let's go to uh Guillermo from Brooklyn. He wants to talk about the youth rebuild and, and signing K D. Guillermo, how you doing, man?
4: Yo, salutations, brethren! Happy Father's Day, man.
2: Thank you, man. Thanks a lot, bro.
4: Yo, yeah, so a few things real quick, man. First and foremost, um, on this AD thing, the NBA's rigged, man. That draft selection, man, I-, I knew something was up, man. So this is what they wanted. God bless him. He can go become a spot-up shooter with LeBron James uh, and then take the blame when these guys lose and do nothing. Like, whatever. I could care less about that trade. Uh, that that trade it's-, it's a joke, man. But yeah. wh- whatever. God bless uh, the Lakers, I guess. Um uh-huh. But on the Knicks, uh, the thing with KD, man, let's let this go. One thing that we're conflating and we're confusing, we think that superlative talent or super-level talent is the same thing as super-level healing, right? You can't tell me one guy out of, outside of Dominique Wilkins and, and the two years he had after his injury, a guy who's recovered from an Achilles injury and became even 50% of what he was. You, know, yeah. you can look up Rashawn Leonard. You can look up um, the big dude from Duke. I'm, I'm, who's his name? The guy got drafted by Chicago. Um, Elton Brand. Elton Brand, uh, yeah. He threw up a, yeah. Bunch of, a bunch of these guys, man. The Achilles injury is no joke, and his guys become 31, 30 So we're going to be paying for rehab, and then hope by year three, year four, that he's healthy, and then we have contenders. You know what? Yeah. The youth build, everyone's talking about, oh, it's like they act as if the youth build is going to take 30 years. Look at the Kings. The Kings became a legit contender until maybe the final weeks of the NBA. Uh, and that's a team that's extremely young. Buddy Hill. Yeah. We had Darren Fox, Fox who upped his game. His Fox From three percent to 37%. The only thing I've worried about with Fizzbell and these guys now that we're not tanking anymore, I want to see the system. All the guys you saw that were deep into the playoffs, the Bucks, the Raptors, even the Warriors. Take this. the K- KD went out, right? The Warriors uh, lost KD. And they even lost Clay Thompson, who was basically one of the—he's their best system guys, if you want to think about it, right? Mm-hmm. They lost all those guys, and they're still only three points away from tying up that series. And yeah. so, you know, the whole thing at the end, you know, the fouls in there. So you're talking about all these teams had superlative systems. Obviously, they had great players. But even look at the Raptors. You have a superlative player in a system. Kawhi Leonard only had 19 points to the end, but it was Dan Vliet and a bunch of their role players who helped that, that team elevate to win a championship. Yeah. So the Knicks need to gear down. Let's get rid of this KD thing. I love KD's talent, man. You don't want to it hurt me to see him get hurt. But everyone's like, oh, well, the Warriors are going to pay him. The Warriors are only paying these guys. Because they gotta make sure that players don't think that the Warriors owners are a bunch of jerks because they play these guys when they shouldn't. That's why Clay Thompson's father went into the locker room like, nah, you're not gonna sit here, make my son do a bunch of tests to see to get back into the game. He's hurt, right. he's hurt. We're not gonna sacrifice ourselves for the game. So with me, build up the youth it's not gonna take thirty years, man. You can build up build it up really quickly. I' uh, not say really quickly, but right. it's not gonna take all these years. You draft well. You get the, the role players, the Marcus Morris's, the Patrick Beverleys to come and install the defense or to show these these young players, look, this is how you play on defense. Yeah. This is how you get your footing right. Mm-hmm. Go look at how the, um, DeAndre Jordan helped Kevin uh, um, helped, uh, Doc, uh, uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson went from a foul-prone guy with bad footwork to a guy who was only fou- – he, he was fouling guys maybe averaging like two, three fouls mm-hmm. late into the fourth quarter, had way better footwork. And the only thing I was missing was maybe an offensive repertoire. So guys, be patient. It's not going to be that all. We have draft pieces. Be patient. Help is coming. All we need is the system, the coaching, and the patience from the front office, man. So
2: Appreciate that's it. I have, man. Good, good, good points, Guillermo. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, listen, I, I agree with, with you wholeheartedly. Um, am I against going after Katie? I would accept it, but I'd be scared. I'm gonna be scared, bro, because just like you said, he's on the other side of 30, already had that major foot surgery, and now coming off of an, of an Achilles that just sets up being same old Knicks to me, and I feel like we're starting to move away from that bad energy. And I think we need to keep going in that direction. Now I would take him. I'd be happy if they got him, but then I'd be looking for the shooter fall. I'll be looking for the shooter fall. I'll be honest with you guys, because it, it just it just seems like a same old Knicks. Now a lot of you guys in the chat, a lot of people say, well, this is this is a generational talent. This is KD. This is not those guys. But, I, you know, my devil's advocate question is, well, does it really matter? You know, does, does the talent and the skills uh, uh, supersede the fact that this is a tough injury to come back from? Now, you could say he doesn't necessarily rely on his explosiveness. He's a jump shooter. He's seven feet tall. Maybe he can still adjust even at 90% of his ability. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. You know, Dominique was the shining example that people can point to for people who have bounced back from it. Most of the others who had experienced that injury haven't necessarily. Boogie Cousins to be continued, to be determined. Kobe was on the downside of his career already. Uh, He mentioned Elton Brand, you know, Elton Brand. Um, A a lot of these guys, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We shall see what happens, man. Once again, shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. For everyone who's new, welcome to the channel, wherever you guys are checking in from. Happy Father's Day once again. All right, let's take one more call, and then we're going to head out. Remember, this week is the NBA Draft. This Thursday is the NBA Draft. We will be there live from the Barclays Center, outside, inside. You'll get everything going on. You'll get Knicks fans' reactions live to the pick. Obviously, we're looking for the R.J. Barrett pick. So you'll see all of that, man. Make sure you guys are locked into the channel. Wednesday night, we will do our mock drafts. We'll talk about the second round. We have the 55th pick in the second round. We will be joined by Shwinney from Posting and Toasting. He'll give us his sleepers, guys' names to look out for in that second round, and we'll have that conversation. And uh, looking forward to that as well. I'm also trying to get a scout in as well to break down more of R.J. Barrett's game. We're we're, uh, having issues with the scheduling. But if we can get that done, look out for that live stream on Tuesday night as well. All right. So let's go back to the phones. One last call. Let's go to... Let's go to Raymond from New York. He wants to talk about R.J. Barrett and D'Lo pairing. Raymond, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, uh, you know, I just want to say great work on, you know, on the channel and all the content. Love Thank you, the
2: channel. man. Thank you. Uh, great
1: to have positivity among the Knicks fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about D'Lo and RJ Barrett and a possible pairing of them just mm-hmm. because I feel that since KD and LD's free agents are going down and they seem like they're getting out of grasp, I think that, you know, as Knicks fans, we need to remember that sometimes things don't go for us, but we were lucky and we got KD out of it. Last time the draft didn't go for us. And this time I think that it could be a blessing. We might be able to get a young upcoming all-star, you know, someone with still upside instead of someone like Kyrie Irving, who I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Kyrie, man. I love Kyrie. But, you know, those needs have been through the ringer. Now KD with the Achilles. I yeah. think that out of all this chaos, opportunity might come for us to, you know, pick up a young upcoming player in mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell to play the point. He shoots it well alongside a young player like R.J. Berry, you know, I think that the possibilities are there. You know, and they have that uh, New York swagger, you know what I mean? They play that aggressive ball that, you know, I think would fit well on the Knicks, especially with players like Knox that, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of aren't as aggressive. And alongside uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know, he's a lob option, More great downhill. defender. So, you know, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, so uh, great work, man, on the channel. Th-
2: Thanks. Thanks again, man. Thanks for the call. I mean, listen, on, on d I like him as a player. I don't know if I like him as a player at that price. That's, that's my thing. You know, guys like, you know, John Smith thinks he's an emergent talent. I know some of you guys like him as an emergent talent. He had a great year. D'Angelo had a great year. He was every bit the reason why the Nets had uh, a great year, great season, 40-plus wins, six seed in the playoffs, and, and took the Sixers, gave the Sixers everything they could. I just don't know if Delo's that guy at the price. And when we talked to Ian Begley, when Ian Begley was on with us last week, he said that, you know, he doesn't know for sure, but he's going off of Perry and Mills' thinking that they wouldn't dip their hands into that tier of free agency to max out those guys. Now, remember, he's a restricted free agent as well. Pacers, we know, are interested. There's going to be a lot of teams interested. So, you know, I like D.Lo. He, you know, he's I like D'Lo. Um, but can you trust him at that price? That's that's the risk. That's the gamble. That's the gamble. But not you no, know, not a bad idea. Not not a terrible idea. And appreciate the call, Raymond. Not the worst idea. And now they're saying that you know, with Kyrie potentially being linked to the Nets, D'Lo is is highly unlikely, which we knew. And I talked about this on my video yesterday. If you guys didn't see that video yesterday, make sure you check it out in the top right-hand side of the screen and leave a comment on that video. You know, I I never thought that D'Lo and Kyrie would be paired together. I I thought that was all the smokescreen. Not sure who leaked that out. But uh, if the Nets go get Kyrie, you can say goodbye to D'Angelo Russell for sure. So we'll see what happens. A couple more weeks, man, that the fate of the Knicks will be determined. Is it going to be stick with the youth? Or are we going to have some new acquisitions to talk about? We'll see, man. But anyway, that's it, man. I'm about to get to my uh, Father's Day duties. Go hang out with the family, man. You guys enjoyed yourself. Thanks again for everybody that tuned in. Ghost Rider, thank you. Darnell Evans, Darnell Anthony says, what do I think about DeAndre Hunter? I think he's going to be a good play in the league. I think uh, Pelicans, maybe. Maybe that, that's a move for the Pelicans But I think DeAndre Hunter is going to be solid Solid two-way player Once his offensive game catches up I, I think he'll, he'll be solid, man He had a great NCAA tournament run Had a great championship game Shut down Jared Colvin, as we know So his stock is certainly on the rise So appreciate the, uh, the question, Donnell the Shells, thanks again. KnicksFanTV, Dave, appreciate it. Gregory W., Louie Luck, thanks again. Jack Rhodes, as usual. Rome Day to take over. TM, thanks a lot. Bomani Randberg. thanks again, man. Just a couple quick announcements. Once again, join the Twitter conversation. Join the Discord group. Share this video right now on Twitter with the hashtag postgameNYK. TV merch. In the video description, if you want the merch, the Knicks, the uh, Mitch Please t-shirts have been flying off the rack. Hit that link in the video description below for the merch. This show is also available in audio format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. If you're not able to watch videos while you're at work, you got the podcast version. So very, very convenient for you guys. This is why this is the home of the diehard Knicks fan. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss the next update the off season is officially upon us and i'm going to be coming to you guys live wherever i'm at to talk about every day's news should they come about so don't miss it hit that subscribe button and the notification bell man once again happy father's day to you guys and i'll check it with you next time man. catch up next time
4: i'm mark chapman welcome to the planet premier league podcast